morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And me, you know my name already, so I ain't gonna say it. But for those who don't know, <laughs> listen to the other podcast today. <laughs> This guy doesn't even listen to podcasts and so for you telling people to listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, anyway, so Be it's... Hmm? Be mindful yeah. of the team. Oh, yeah, so it's Sunday night, everyone's tired. Well, I'm getting ready for poetry, pizza, Polaroids. Chesh! Even though we've eaten bangers of mash. <laughs> everyone's tired. <laughs> Do you know what? This, this is my first poetry poll, so I'm looking forward to it. It should, it should be good, hopefully. Anyway, so let's go on to the topic. I actually don't know what we're talking about today. Uh, uh, you know what, yeah, let's talk about since it's coming up to Christmas. Is it me or, or does it just not feel like Christmas? It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Normally, for me, I know it's Christmas when I see the Coca Cola advert and I don't watch TV anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't seen it. Um, so, nah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like Christmas at all. Like, like even like the, the, um, the little TV that I do watch. It's just not Christmassy. Mm. Like, there's no Christmas adverts. There's no, you know, buy all your presents now, pay for it over the next year. None of that. No, I'm actually oh, no, hearing I'm seeing those. I'm seeing those. I'm listening to the radio a lot. Yeah. When I'm driving, I'm hearing those. Mm. But I, as Peter, I don't watch TV that much. Well, terrestrial TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, nah, I'm definitely seeing the deals. Uh, especially, I think, because of now, what seems to be happening is Black Friday has gone or well, starts earlier starts over the whole week and then kind of filters through so even now you're still getting some Black Friday kind of star deals mm. going on um, and then yeah the Christmas deals are going to come soon as well so what do you think like the lack of Christmas feeling is down to pagans <laughs> <laughs> technically the whole the whole but, tree and stuff that's all pagan anyway yeah, yeah but, yeah, but like, isn't it the pagans that, that make Christmas as festive as it usually is yeah. Yeah, because they kind of focus on the on the festives and what you get and what you actually celebrate was Santa Claus. It, Santa Claus and all them things. It, it's the commercial side that they focus on. Yeah. Whereas, if we were to stick to the true reason why we celebrate Christmas, which is the birth of Jesus, even though he wasn't born in December. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can't 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 argue that. But um. Yeah, we don't. We, uh, if, if you were actually to focus and zoom into what it was, everything can kind of fade away. Everything you realize that everything was, is, is a bit. It's like an, an add-on that you don't really need. So Christmas is, isn't supposed to be festive if you're a Christian. Do you know what? It, it is meant to be a time of celebration because you're celebrating the birth of your, of your salvation. So, so why isn't it a celebration? Why does it just feel like? But you don't celebrate the birth of your salvation of a Christmas tree. With celebrating Santa Claus coming down your chimney, but that's what we do every year. And like in, in the past, well, no, I think the other the other thing is the fact that we're growing up. Like, I think it used to feel like Christmas because you know, as a kid, you're anticipating getting gifts. Yeah. And I wasn't thinking even about having to buy gifts. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get <coughs> this gift. I'm gonna get this gift. And look at what's available. But now that we're at this stage, um, you know, if you are thinking about Christmas, you're thinking of buying gifts for other people. Mm. And that's never a nice thought. Well, I was talking to, to like, a work colleague, and we, we had this agreement that, like, once you start having kids, Christmas starts becoming exciting again, because it's then the children that you're creating the Christmas for. Christmas for. 
And are you finding that work? Yeah, do you know what? Jamil is very intentional. Um, so last year we bought Leia like a reindeer um, outfit. Um, Why have you got your child dressed up like a, like a deer? It's cute, isn't it? It's a reindeer. It's different, whole different. It's Rudolph as well. She had a red nose and also It's a deer. Hang tight, Rudolph. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this year, we've kind of got her jumper, like a reindeer jumper that was cute again. Um, Isn't that idolatry? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, um, Super. it's just like, it's, it's little things to kind of make it special for them. It's, it is, as you said, the older you get, it kind of holds less weight, even mm. like birthdays. When you were young, your birthday was that day. Like, yo, like, yes, I'm going to go this, I'm going to get that. But as you get older, you're like, damn. Like, I'm actually getting older. I need to go to work. <laughs> I need to go to work. Like, literally, in the, in the previous podcast, I want, so you guys should remember, like, I phoned into work and I was like, I'm not coming in. Because <laughs> it's my birthday. birthday. <laughs> like, Please my manager just sat me down to have a word with me when <laughs> I went back to work. And I'm like, yo, so I can't celebrate my birthday, no. <sighs> but I was like, wow. That's crazy. Responsibilities kind of yeah. overshadow just celebrating and being in the moment. I think as kids... So you're admitting that before you used to be irresponsible? I said celebrating and being in the moment. How is that being irresponsible? <laughs> I think Robert wanted to say that. You, you, you're trying to send shots. <laughs> not even, not even. I was just trying to... What, out, out, out of interest, are you going to... What, what's your um, your daughter's idea of Santa Claus? She, does, she doesn't know or think or anything. And plus, I'm not going to buy her a gift and attribute it to a fat white man. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Are you going to tell her that he doesn't exist? Or that I'm going to tell her Santa Claus don't exist, Tooth Fairy don't exist, Sandman don't exist, what, what other, other fairies, Jack Frost don't exist. Yeah? I never heard about the Jack Frost and them lot. I only knew Santa Easter Claus, Bunny don't Easter exist. Bunny, um, Boogeyman. I might, I might keep the Boogeyman in there though. <laughs> But then you don't want to see? Wow, hold on, boogie man, <laughs> Say nothing. But then you feel like you're, you're like killing the like childish. Like, when I look back, though, I do ask myself, like, what part of my childhood was informed by thinking there was Santa Claus? I just wanted to catch the guy. Like, it didn't add anything <laughs> to my thinking. I was like, you just trying to stay up, Santa. Yeah, like, oh. like, how are you going to break into the house and then, you know, leave? Like, I was stayed up for him. And I meant to leave you a cookie. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so my dad putting stuff on the chin and thought, ah, okay, that's cool. There's <laughs> no, no Santa Claus. Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, my parents have always been, I bought you this, innit? <laughs> <laughs> So you're not gonna leave anything to your imagination. You're just gonna give like the cold hard facts every single time. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna be like that's from me. I'm just gonna yeah. Like we've got we've got presents. I'm just gonna leave it as that. Oh, did Santa bring this? No. no, no. <laughs> Santa don't come here, mate. <laughs> Santa don't come to this part of the neighborhood. This is South London. This is South. Yeah. Santa needs a bulletproof vest and that. You think you could be going through house to house with a whole sack of toys get and jacked. not get robbed? Get jacked. <laughs> And not get wrong, nah. Sorry, I ain't coming to these parts. I'll be on Facebook. <laughs> Literally, someone's someone's taking a selfie with with Rudolph. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think because I grew up knowing that these things weren't real, but I still didn't 
deter the imagination. Mm. So I knew that Easter Bunny wasn't real. But it didn't deter me from, ah, Easter Bunny, ah, Easter eggs. Do you have to give spoilers if we're, if we're spoiling these things? Hopefully, well, if, if you allow your kids to listen to this, that's your problem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it, 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 still, it still stimulates the imagination to some degree. Mm. Without necessarily holding to it. Plus, a lot of these things are, uh, they're, they're not Christian, they're, mm-hmm. I, I dare say, anti-Christian. Yeah. To, to some yeah. extent, you know, um, the, the whole Easter Bunny thing is the goddess of fertility yeah. or something like that. The whole yeah. Christmas trees and Yule Log and all of that. I thought Christmas is based on St. Nicholas, who was a Christian saint, was he not? Well... I don't know about that because they follow Christmas with some omnipotent guy that watches you whilst you sleep um, and you know keeps a list of all your sins and your goods. It's like it's the antithesis of antithesis. It's that (laughs) (laughs) of 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 God, isn't it? And I think a lot of these things are subtle, you know, not, not throwing out, like, conspiracy theories out there. But there's subtle ways to undermine the, the, the idea of what God does. Mm-hmm. You know, God provides us with the gifts, and he doesn't wait till Christmas. one day of the year yeah. to do that. You know? To sneak into your house and leave it under your tree and then walk back out. And there's no naughty and nice list. Everyone's forgiven of their sins. In well, Christ. In Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think... I think for me, a big part of it, I don't, I don't imagine I'll let those um, concepts fly around too much. They can, they can imagine. What about a tooth fairy? If your child lost their tooth, would you take it out and give them a, a pound? Well, don't put it on your pillow. I don't. It's not hygienic. Why, why are we putting teeth on the pillows? And then you wash it off, isn't it? That's disgusting. I'm not touching any child that's with. That's just. That's your child. That's your child. That's your child. Like, you're not gonna touch your own child's tooth. You will suck the snot out of her. No, nose. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> that is so disgusting. <laughs> It's heinous, man. <laughs> to be honest, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to because yeah. no, 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 not 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 because it's nice. I know I, I do see it as disgusting, but it's such a show of like. Are they gonna kiss your wife with the same selfless? Examples? Obviously, you're my gonna wife wash your mouth doing it. My wife won't be the one doing it. Like it's just such a show of selflessness. Like to do that because it's do the most what, disgusting yeah? thing in the world. Do you know what? My fear of sucking my child's bogey eyes. <laughs> no, my fear is yeah. <laughs> we just had match as well. <laughs> My fear is that I'll put in too much energy and do some damage to their brain. <laughs> Suck out of the Literally, literally just get like some some spinal fluid just come out of that. But it's like, it is, it is nasty, don't get me wrong. It's not like, there's nothing enjoyable. When that pizza myself, comes through, yeah, I'm just going to be like, um, so, buggy. <laughs> when you pull it and then it's like, <laughs> nah, nah, it's just when I saw someone it's like do it for the first time. Yeah? But when I saw a mother do it for the first time, I just thought that is the most selfless thing I've ever seen. Like it's it's the most nasty thing. Yeah, but, but I'm taking in your bogey. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. Oh, oh, it's but it's nice. Like literally, oh. all the mucus that is in you, I'm taking it in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if his number is. I don't know if his number is. I'm not gonna ask. I wanna ask. No, no, she didn't. Are you sure? Yeah, ask him. Mommy? Auntie? Oh, gosh. Yes? Auntie, you see when um, Robert was a child, did you suck out his mucus from his nose of your mouth? Yes. See? <laughs> see? <laughs> see? That's, that's a mother's love right there. Even, even uh, my mother did. 
Two. Wow. Yeah. So your grandma sucked out your mouth, see? And he's saying he's not going to do it for his child. I'm not. You will. You will. I'm not. <laughs> see? So Robert, Robert's got double standards. <coughs> what happened to that selfless love? Guy has no concept of it. But yeah, um... No, but there's just some things in life you don't need. Yeah, but you think you guys are the kind of guys that kill rats. I don't really kill rats. <laughs> well, don't, don't mind him, you know, when uh, your child cannot breathe. Mm, mm, yeah. And, and then you stay there uh, and say, oh, okay, uh, let me just put some vapor up and it will be okay. Mm. It does not always don't work. Work. Yeah. So you got to clear your throat. To clear their fault. Nice. <laughs> Never! <laughs> Especially when Mrs. isn't there. You know what? Yeah. No. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually, uh, I've actually got this thing about like, bodily fluids. Like, running those, like, I, I want to be a doctor. I, th- I think it's one of the things that goes out the window once there's a child involved. Do you know what? Yeah. No, we, we've, we've got like a nasal syringe that we use. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. I've seen so, we, I actually haven't done it. I've tried it. Is it as effective? It is. But, um, well, I, I don't know, because I haven't tried it, and I'll tell you, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, if it gets the job done, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The alternatives, that's cool. But it has to be free-flowing before you can do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's nasty. Anyways, um, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, would you guys have Christmas trees in your house? Nah. Yes. I'll burn that in now. Why? Why would you have a Christmas tree? Because why not? So you're going to have a Christmas tree, uh-huh. you're going to wrap presents, put it underneath it, and then tell your kids Santa Claus gave it, give you. I won't tell them the Santa Claus gave them. Why are you offering your gifts to the tree, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I said you're offering your gifts to the tree. <laughs> I'm not being them, I'm being silly, but like, I think I, I won't have it in there because it's... Again, it's just it's it's these things that have been attached to mm. the idea of the birth of Christ that is that armed and distract mm-hmm. from it. But you know, it's, it's not serious. Do you know what? Yeah, it's, it's nothing serious. Growing up, even growing up in the Muslim house, we still had a Christmas tree. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Real. Even at my my Muslim students, they still have. We Christmas never had Christmas trees. I think it's it's just to not feel separated or different mm-hmm. from what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um. I think what I, w- what I would is that like... A huh? Is that a bad thing? To feel separate or... Yeah. I think parents might not necessarily want their children to feel different. Even though we're, like, we're called to be like separated. Yeah, but then I think you don't want your child to feel like weird. You don't want, you don't want to give them reason to feel weird. You don't want them to feel weird or left out or give them reason to compare themselves to their friends and mm-hmm. think that they are lacking in any way. So I think that's one reason why you know, people don't want... I think what I will be... Um, interested in doing is instead of a Christmas tree to have like a nativity mm. area mm. where we can actually get together and be like oh so this is Jesus whatever obviously we're going to have like a brown carbon or a light skin no, not a light skin carbon but like a light brown carbon um, why are you looking at me like that? a light brown carbon of what? of Jesus oh <laughs> so I was like what is happening? a light yeah. brown carbon of the individual's but so, we're, I'm not going to focus on Jesus is black or Jesus is this or whatever. I'm just going to be like, baby Jesus, 
Mary and then kind of go through the story and then how, show the how, emphasis. How much of those things that we've learned now mm-hmm. do you think you would, you know, tell your kids like the whole Jesus not being born in December thing? Like, do you oh, think no. every Christmas that's something to remind them of? Do you know what? I think I don't even think I will go into when Jesus was born because mm. I'll just be like, we're just from remembering when Jesus mm. was born. When the person is, when the child is old enough to be like, Jesus, when was Jesus born in December? Mm. I'm like, no, no. Mm. That's just yeah, because like that's a fact that doesn't. I don't take anything away yeah. from like the story yeah, of Jesus. I well. think I will. I will definitely take the holidays and reduce them or elevate the the pivotal reason why we celebrate them. So Easter, I wouldn't necessarily make it about the eggs or whatever. Mm. I'll make it about him dying and him raising. Did you guys hear about the state in America that has changed? Good Friday to um, the April holiday. Yeah, I told you about that. Did you tell yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I, I think I heard something along the I'm not sure if you told me, but I heard some along those lines as well. That's so just crazy. It's changing, like literally moving, and I think that's probably where we're going, where society's going, where Christmas, I mean, now, you know, people are specific about not including Christ in Christmas <laughs> and replacing it with X, and it's no longer just like a shortening of it, it's actually. To satiate, you know, those people that yeah. are like, well, I don't believe in Christ. I find it offensive. Well, I find your lack of faith offensive. I ain't slapping you. I find your sin offensive. <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. Sinner. <laughs> Picture that. <laughs> I'm mad. Um, ah, I was gonna say something. Um, yeah, even even along those lines, like apparently some boroughs have moved. Or are moving towards renaming Black History Month to Diversity Month. Oh yeah, which which is just well, well, having Black History Month in the first place was a silly idea. How come? How so? And so it begins. (laughs) (laughs) Because even like looking at the stuff that is is celebrated, Mm -hmm. you know, they celebrate Martin Luther King, Mm -hmm. they celebrate Rosa Parks, and (laughs) that's about it. They, they, They won't go into the history of black people back when they were in Africa mm-hmm. back before the white people came and took mm-hmm. us as slaves <laughs> and it's almost like this like one month is like we're trying to make up for for like all of this mm. atrocity that, that, that yeah. has been done to us yeah um, and you know what I agree to a point because I feel like as a, as a culture as, as a people group we need to take onus and present what we want to see during that month. So if you want to see more cultural stuff... Oh, why does it just have to be during that month when we have a whole year? It's... I think... Why do we need, why do we need Christmas? We don't need Christmas. But since we have it, it be, it's a day where we can focus, or a period where we can focus on the birth of Christ. Why, why do, do we need Easter? We remind Easter? ourselves every year of the raping religion of Africa. And that's, the, that's what I said. It, it, it depends on the, what emphasis we put on it. So if, if no other race has has a mark no, for them that that we know of. Well, that in because it's, cult- it's a cultural thing. If you go after, if you go Ghana, you don't need a Black History Month. Mm. If you if you're in India, you don't need an Asian month. Well, they don't have an Asian month here, and they're Indians here. No, but they've got like Diwali and stuff like that. So in terms of, I'm not trying to say that makes we've up. Got, for it. We've got. Um, uh, Bang logo or whatever. <laughs> 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 I'm going back to say like um, 
um, Kwanzaa. Because apparently Isn't Kwanzaa. Jewish? No. Yeah, is. Is it? Yeah. William Google Kwanzaa is Jewish. I thought Kwanzaa was Jewish. No, because isn't it Passover? Because obviously Passover is Jewish. But Kwanzaa, I thought Kwanzaa was like a... It's a secular festival observed by many African Americans. There we go. 26th of December, yeah. 1st of January. As a celebration of their cultural heritage and traditional values. Exactly. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, Kwanzaa is a black... Is it Hanukkah that is? Yeah, I think Hanukkah is. That's Jewish. when they light the seven candles. Yeah. But, um... So it's like these are okay. Black History Month, from from my understanding, originated in America. Yeah, and I which think, I understand there. And it, but the thing is, England as well had links and had played a role mm. in the whole slave trade. So I think it's celebrating moving away from it yeah. and the culture and everything that they've actually built. There's a meme of the Queen. At the Commonwealth Games, and I, she, you, I, you know how the Queen always just looks uninterested. I was just sitting there, like looking uninterested as they did the parade, and I was just like, I used to own all this. Mud. <laughs> tag, like, Mud. But it's true. It's is. It was a parade in front of her, like you don't own us no more. And um, I think it's not necessary, but it can be beneficial. So can in, I ask, what have you gained from a black history, like just personally? Do you know what? As a child, when I was in school and stuff, um, I gained. And again, you can argue if it's right or wrong or not. I gained a bit more. Um, there was there was more spotlight into the freedom of slavery. Mm. So that was when I first came here from Ghana, and I kind of. What's first introduced to it? So as a new introduction, I was like, all right, cool, yeah, like my Luther, right, this and that. But then it became a repeating cycle every year. Mm. So every year, it just became, you guys were our slaves, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. essentially, like we owned you, and we never quite moved on from that. Mm. And that's on like. In the same way that we're saying we're taking an onus over Christmas, mm. and we're going to focus on. Christ being born, mm. we can take an onus on Black History Month and just be like, all right, cool, like, yeah, um, we eat kenke and fufu at home and stuff, mm. but let's look at let's look at Ghana. Mm. So we're gonna focus this month on looking at where mommy and daddy are from, and then kind of exploring. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that throughout the year, but you can place an, an, an extra emphasis on it, mm. where you kind of show them kente cloths or whatever. Like if if your tri- tribe has a unique cloth or whatever you can kind of show that to them and you can build something around that and you take onus of it mm. build something around that and you keep it fresh every year so you're not quite doing the same thing no. so from yeah for me oh i remember from black history month was that one i have a dream speech that they yeah. say yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Somebody, every yeah. single yeah. year to the whole speech <laughs> <before>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I always was. It's always been a happy dream. That one day, and then everything else becomes freestyle. <laughs> Literally, little black boys, little black girls. One day, do you know what? Yeah, the deepest thing that I heard, yeah, a racist joke. Why don't black people dream? <laughs> because the last person that did got shot. <laughs> so peak. Yeah, but yeah. So even that has kind of been made a mockery of. Yeah, but um, I mean, my my experience of Black History Month hasn't been as I uh, think because 
from eight till eighteen, I wasn't even in the country. So in Ghana, like you say we don't have black yeah. history. But going to the actual castles where the slaves were, you know, those castles sent from seeing the dungeons, and there's a, actually a place called the Place of No Return. Yeah, and it's like, damn, that that really sparked something in me, like, okay, this is what people went through. You know, you look at the floor plans of the ships as they're going. People are like lying down, packed like sardines, and it's just like that's what that's what meant something to me. But Black History Month, I don't see. You know, it's the black. It's the Martin Luther, and it's yeah. some people being angry and then like. And that's that's the thing. That's that's the fear. No, not the fear, but the the danger. Mm-hmm. We can focus so much on the white Babylonians or whatever came and kidnapped our forefathers and enslaved us, and it just the white Babylonians. Yeah, <laughs> fam, like Babylon. But yeah, they. It's like they. It, it focuses so much on all the wrong that has been done to us yeah. that we then start to harbour a hatred. Yeah. And that's, that's not the emphasis of, of Black History Month. Yeah. It's to celebrate. Yeah. It's to celebrate the culture, the richness, where we're from, what we've achieved. And it's to reflect and be like, all right, cool, we haven't achieved much this year. Let's try to do something for next year and achieve something. Let's celebrate each other. Um, but it's rightly, as you guys have said, it hasn't been done well. For the most part, some some pockets of areas have done it well, mm-hmm. but for the most part that I have seen, it hasn't been done well. Mm-hmm. And because it hasn't been done well, it just leaves like a, a pointless taste in people's mouths. Mm-hmm. Like there's no point to it. But I believe it's, it's down to us. If we want to see something good, we need to put something good on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So what other? So apart from that Black history, what other parts of history do you think you will be teaching your kids about? Or like exposing your kids to? Personally, I think from an early age, I will try and impress like an appreciation for Greek and Hebrew in in my kids, just for Bible study and also because God chose to use those languages to write the Bible. There has to be something significant about them. Um, so so that and I've also always loved Greek mythology. So I think there'll be elements of that um, in in. Man, be sitting now watching Hercules of his kids. <laughs> Any excuse. Any excuse, mm. yeah. That's what pretty much. It. I think for me, I'll teach my kids about anime. Yeah, apart from obviously, anime. <laughs> I think I, I, I'm actually going to just like let them watch anime in hopes that they'll learn to speak Japanese. <laughs> 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 watch the anime. No, but, but apart from that, I think I'll I want to expose them to the lives of like revolutionaries and those mm. kind of people. Mm-hmm. Are the people that they get those revolutionary? Yeah, but the good revolutionaries. You know, you got the good ones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the bad ones, guys like um, Fidel Castro, Castro Gaddafi, them kind of guys. Then mm. Any, anyone that, apart from Hitler, anyone that America thinks is bad, I'll say kids. Oh, Bin Laden. You know, there's and there's talks about Bin Laden actually being an American. Yeah, 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 yeah. Working the Bush, CIA, yeah, yeah. and I, I wouldn't be surprised. Should be. America's just like. Yeah, <laughs> They selected Donald Trump, man. That's all. That's all you need to know. But even that, they're now saying Russia used a cyber attack to hack into the um, oh, the election, whatever, just to rig it. That the AC, yeah, uh, that he wins. AC. But yeah, um, but I think for me, similar to the lines of what um, Peter was saying, I think I'll teach them biblical history and church history. Mm-hmm. So kind of showing them history as presented in the word, mm-hmm. um, 
showing them the emphasis that the Bible doesn't necessarily focus on a hist- it does present a historical timeline but it focuses its emphasis more on who has been working through the timeline of, 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 her, of earth and humanity to kind of show them that God is always at work even when he doesn't seem like he's at work but I also want to make them privy to church history so after the first church was established and was starting to grow everything that happened in terms of atrocities and everything like the crusades and all of that mm. not to make them unaware of it because I know that a lot of people Use kind of that. use that mm. so I'd be like well like yeah the church did do some bad things like this this is it people did yeah people did bad things I would I would want to expose them to both good and bad things mm. and hopefully help them navigate and be like alright cool so why was this bad why was this good to kind of give them that sort of um, wisdom from other people's stuff I would definitely want to um get them into like revolutionaries and stuff I would also want to get them into inspirational people of colour mm. to get let them know like society might put a glass ceiling on you or whatever but we have had people of colour not just black like other ethnicities who have done amazing things mm. so never put a limit on yourself can I ask because that came, that came up mm-hmm. do you, did you guys ever at any point put limits on yourself because maybe you didn't see um, you know maybe people black people in certain positions like there never being a black president did that ever make you think you could never be a president if you get what I mean like, mm. you know what like like right now I'm going through this whole thing of not having babes <laughs> shots <laughs> shots anyway <laughs> of going through like like job searching and stuff mm. yeah and, and like I'm trying to break into like the hotel industry right. and like part of me feels that the reason I find it so difficult is it's because I'm black racial profile right. yeah mm. and like and like I swear the only time you see black people in in, in hotels they're either cleaners or doormen mm. like I don't think I've ever, I've ever seen like a manager or a supervisor mm. who's, who's black inside the hotel mm. Which and is coming from someone who works with that. Yeah. 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 So, so for me, that's a bit disheartening, mm. and at times it can, it like makes me feel like maybe I should try, try something else. Mm. Mm. Because like, if I was a nono, then it, it, it wouldn't yeah. be a problem. It wouldn't be a problem. Because mm. like, I've, I've got the experience, I've got the qualifications, so people would just be coming to me with like mm. open arms. <laughs> but in in, in in England, where black is not the majority, it's in some areas. Yeah, um, and there's always and like it's always like this like negative connotation mm-hmm. with like with like black people, mm. and I feel like that connotation is not helping my chance of of getting a job, mm. and it can be very it can be very difficult <laughs> at times. And you know, I, I I have felt I've been on quite a few different courses, and. Walking into a room and like being the only black guy, I'm not sure if it's just my perceptions or what is actually being projected from people. I can kind of glance around and then they look at me like I can sh- I'm, I'm not in the right place. Mm. So working, I'm saying I'm not dropping no names, not dropping yeah, but working in, in the <laughs> area, in the arena that I'm working in, churches and stuff. It's like, I'll go into meetings and like literally 
there's there's just like no black people there. And people who like I've had this guy, he's a cool guy. But like as soon as he, he turns to talk to me, like the proper English just disappears. <laughs> and he's just fully just trying to talk road. <laughs> and I'm like, fam, you don't need to like try be something you're not. Mm. Like just be you. Mm. If you don't talk like I look at this guy's Instagram and he only he only hangs around with white people, so I'm like, alright, cool, you might find it refreshing that you can speak to a black guy. But like you don't you don't just be you, be natural. And th- there's that sort of stigmatism that's kinda attached to it. Um, and as I said, it, it generally might just be coming from me. It might be in my head. Mm. It might be something that I'm impressing, I'm imposing onto them, and just thinking that there's that stigmatism coming from them. But I just I feel it, and it affects the way that I respond mm. in certain situations. I feel, I feel like one thing we shouldn't do is is feel like we're being crazy, because more times than not, <laughs> more times than not, we're, we're actually, yeah, right, we're actually right. right about what's. I know that Peter's been in an opposite situation where he doesn't feel racial, he hasn't been racially profiled, but he does have a name like Peter Finn. And white people have got, (laughs) I've just said his full government name, but white people have got his last name. I have seen a couple of white people with your last name. Mm. And so, in terms of. um, Those people stole my ancestors. Again, see that. Yeah, so like, even my friend, um, so like my friend, his his last name is Atu Taylor. He's, He's gone in. And then, so like when he was applying for jobs, like they they weren't coming in. But then, as soon as he dropped that at two and just put like Taylor, Taylor. Just, oh, they, they just started coming in. That I've, I'm actually working on like a, a, a writing up like a sermon on internet. What, what I'm calling it, internet hygiene, because even like algorithms and stuff mm-hmm. like that are unintentionally filtering out like African names and stuff like that simply because of statistically you know, blacks have been known to be in prison or whatever. So, like, these are algorithms that normally would, like, just search the internet and are supposed to be unbiased, but they're, like, filtering such names out of the power uh, simply because of of random things like having a... And it's like, Jamila and myself went to see a show, a one-man show in Stratford um, called Labels, and it was this half white half Asian guy who was doing it and he was sharing his story of labels when it was growing up so when his mum when his dad who was Asian and his mum who was white started dating like literally his dad got physically threatened yeah. simply because he's dating a white guy yeah. um, this new movie coming out um, oh, I can't remember which one it's literally about a similar thing where the guy was like an African Yes, um, United Kingdom. You've seen United it, it's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah the United yeah, Kingdom, yeah. it's dope. Yeah, black guy, white girl, and he's getting threats, she's getting threats all around. It was like, the film is actually really good. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a true story. Yeah, yeah. It's a true story, it's actually really good. Um, so he said, obviously his, last, his dad's last name was Patel. So his dad applied for a job. He went there to go give them... No, he was going for an interview. Mm. And when he went, when he went for the interview... Um, the guy we're not about to call him in for the interview he ov- the door was slightly ajar and he overheard the people about to do the interview and they were like oh. one person was like you're going to love the next person coming in and he was like why why am I going to love him because it's Mr. Patel 
<laughs> like, literally, his dad heard it. So as soon as his dad heard it, he was like, I'm not getting this job. <laughs> and he didn't get the job either as well. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was before he even walked in. So just the last name alone yeah. disqualified him from the job. Yeah. So he changed his name to a more English sounding name. Mm. And that's when he started to get more callbacks. Yeah. And unfortunately, that, that actually is the case. Right? And I told you guys even about my dad um, applying for a job, getting the job, going for it. Because my dad's obviously Mr. Finn. Goes up to the receptionist and like, oh yeah, he's here about this job. Receptionist looks at him, black guy. So like, oh now we're giving it to someone else. It's like, oh who? It's like, oh one Mr. John Finn. I was like, oh, okay, that's me. She panics, <laughs> goes in, goes in to see the boss. It's like, oh no, it wasn't John Finn or this other person. And then like he has to just leave. He didn't get a job because he turns up and he doesn't look like his name. So I definitely, I definitely get that. <clears throat> but as you were saying, my experience has been slightly different in that. Because you're hench. No. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're Peter well, Finn. Right? So what, and you're hench. Like, you didn't get this job. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I didn't get this job? Okay. How <laughs> trash. When I went for my interview for this one, when I went for the second interview, he was like, oh, um... You know, so we'll give you a call back because I had to go. Either the first, the first interview was like, "Oh, we'll call you back," because um, you have to come and meet other people if you go mm-hmm. through. Do you have any like you know extenuating uh, situations? Now I don't know if this was if this actually happened to him, but he was like, "Oh no, the reason I asked that is because like one guy we offered him the job and he couldn't come in because he had a court case." <laughs> <laughs> Might be something you're going through. I don't know. Like, yo. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, we've got Ade joining us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, Ade, um, so, have you ever experienced racial profiling? Can you mention your name as well? Um, I don't think. I should, I should, I should say my full name. Yeah. No, 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 no. If you don't mind. Do you have an African last name? My, my, I don't have an English name. I mean, ah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, so, there's no like misconstruction. Like, yeah. I'm black. You know, it is what it is. It's like What's your first name? They're struggling like I I I I I I didn't really Balogu, that's my fault. Balogu. Hey! <laughs> when, you, when you sweat for them and say Adi, they're like Adi, 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 like Do you know what yeah, Balogu there's a guy in, in the school I used to work with, yeah? They used to call him Balogan. Yeah, yeah. Balogan. Balogan. That was what people called me in second mm. literally like. But um I think there's definitely been a few times like there's this lady in my church. She just every week she's white. She's like, oh, and she comes to all the like. There's me and my two friends who are black, and she goes, oh, I'm so glad you guys come to church every week. Like, it's even, like, it's even worse than in church. We've been going there for God knows how many years, and every week she sees us. She'll say without failure, and it's like we're not newcomers, you know. Like it's not like we're going out in the gang or something. I don't know what this is. But it's so serious. My, my wife and her little brother. Um, he went to a church in Heath, saying no names. Like, how are people coming up to them? Yeah? Now, these guys have been going to church their whole life as well, yeah? They weren't really into them type of stuff. They had a whole bunch of guys go to the brother and say, Wow, oh, fam, you, you don't need to be in that gang no more, you know? Like, you could... Oh, like, straight away. Straight away. Like, this guy, he's not even affiliated with a gang. You don't need to be in that gang no more, you know? Like, 
I know the prayer pressure is hard and thing, but mm. you don't need to do it. And then they went to my missus. Oh, you know what? You don't need to keep going to guys for assurance. Like, say my wife's a hoe. <laughs> Blood! And then, and so, so it's even it's even worse when it comes from like when not from even worse, but yeah. you feel like th- these are meant to be one. You're meant to be discerning, mm. and two, you're not meant to be like profiling people like that. If Christ welcomes everyone, you're not. You know, people that distribute checks. Mm-hmm. I've had I've had one person come up to me. And he's like, oh, he gave me the check. And I was like, oh, yeah, thank you. I was like, oh, yeah, God bless you. We want to invite you to church. So, oh, no, I go to my own church. How is the guy going to look at me like I'm lying? Because I said I go to my own church. He's like, oh, what's the name? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you've got to catch me out. I was like, oh, yeah, it's this church. He's like, oh, okay, okay, God bless you. But you can still come. I was like, come. The church is not good enough, obviously. You're still, you're still sinning. You know, like, it's, it's so crazy. Like, I've been stopped. So, I, I got stopped one time outside my door like I walked out the door and the police were like stop and search I'm like blood I just came out <laughs> like I came out dressed up normally and then a white guy in a hoodie just walked right past me and I'm like he looks more suspicious than me I've been stopped in my car but I had a black clear I was stopped in the car so many times that and they didn't find anything that one time I got stopped and they said, oh, you've actually got like a file on your car, but there's nothing in it. There's nothing in the file. Serious. Yeah. Just put it there, ready Just put it there. <laughs> but there's nothing actually in it. I was followed from Norbury to Thornton Heath on my way to church by police in a bully van. Mm. And then they stopped me. And then they were like, oh, just a routine search. Come and I'm like, the <laughs> you followed me from Norbury to Heath for a routine search. Yeah. That's like a mile. You were with me, isn't it? The last time that we, we went to buy the car. Yeah. We got followed by police. We see them in a lane that's going only right. We're in a lane going straight. We see them, see us, come out of their lane, follow yep. us for like yeah. a good yep. five to ten minutes. Because black guys are having a yeah, just, oh gosh. And I actually had a similar situation where I was coming down my, going down home to my, to my house. <laughs> come in, I see the police van come out of like our little clothes, mm-hmm. see me turn around. I've gone to park up. Police guy comes, gets down from the car. First thing he says, he's like, oh, you locked up pretty quick. And I knew immediately what he presumed. Mm. And I wasn't in the mood. I'd just come from a church service. I wasn't in the mood. I was like, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and says, like, is there anything in the car that shouldn't be there? And I'm like, everything in the car is in the car. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I was so pissed But then they searched the thing, searched the whole thing, and then like, oh, sorry, we're just trying to keep you safe. And I was like, yeah, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe with this kind of scrutiny. But, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I, I do think, in as much as um, we are actively trying to work against it or work around it, I do feel there are glass ceilings mm. in society. I do feel in whatever, um, in almost whatever sector or industry you're in, there's like a glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, listen to someone speak about that actually. The person said racism will never, racism can't stand up to contact. And so, in as much as there are, there are, like is it, yeah, it is Trevor Nelson, there is, no, Noah, 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 Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah, he said that, yeah, um, because, uh, in as much as we do have those glass ceilings, I feel like every time we come into contact with someone that's racist mm-hmm. or that has a stereotype or has a prejudice and we dispel that, that's another person mm-hmm. who has another reason mm-hmm. to let go of that prejudice. Yeah. 
So I think th- that's probably, yeah, that's that's essentially yeah. it. Yeah. It is, but you, it's like it's hard work. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's hard work. hard work to to have to combat racist mind after racist mind after racist mind. Sometimes I just feel like, fam, you think I'm gonna rob you? Give me I your phone. Well. Give me your phone. <laughs> just hand it over. I need like it is expected. Literally, like just hand it over. And it's it's one thing that I personally think. So I know that my normal spheres of where I work and stuff have been saturated with white people mm. and so and I don't necessarily come off as the clean cut well mannered black person as it is like my trousers are always half half down my, my, like halfway down um, I'm speaking slang whatever I'm always late <laughs> shots but it's like when you I would like to think that when you get to know me you you about. see that there's yeah. there's a difference between me and what you expect me to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a nice stuff for it to, to always be guilty on talking things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, some of the people that hold these views and mindset, it's not their fault. It's like, not. They've yeah. just grown up in the yeah. household. Yeah. Just the same way that we as black people grow up with a certain mentality of white yeah. people, yeah. think they're always going to be the. My dad's the most racist person I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you go back to your parents and like people even older, yeah. they have. Even crazier views than what we yeah. have, mm-hmm. because of and, and again, and again, it's not really their fault because yeah. they grew up in that in that age where it's actually you know you get beaten up for walking with a white girl or something mm-hmm. like that. So we start with Christmas. Yeah, and racial profiling and stuff. Well, I don't even know how we got here <laughs> because we talked about Black History Month. Yeah, we talked about slavery, and they talked about. Wow, it affected us. Uh, all because of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you've been racially profiled, tell us about it. Mm. For real. If you've racially profiled someone, tell, tell us, us about, about it. it. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, I don't think I'll be reading them comments, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for listening um, to our podcast today. Uh, shout out to Partners Around for the intro and outro music. Shout yeah. out to Calvin Turner for the Ordinary and Mason logo. You can find us on Twitter at the Furnace UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. You can find us on all good podcasting websites. Search for the Blacksmith's Furnace with an apostrophe. You can find us on SoundCloud forward slash the Blacksmith's Furnace, no apostrophe. Um, handles? Yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah? yeah. Anything anyone want to promote? Oh, thank you, Charlie, for joining us. No problem. Sure. It's only with that. minutes, right? He came at a perfect time as well to demonstrate something <laughs> <laughs> with a name. What's your name? Addy. I, I, can I call you Jack? <laughs> <laughs> that one is like, your name is Jack. Why, why don't I call you Jack? That's you a totally different name. You don't know yet. Uh, one of my good friends, his, his name is Caramenti. What? <laughs> He's from Uganda. Yeah. His, his name is Caramenti. <laughs> and somehow, people shortened his name to Kel. <laughs> so, 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 where from school could it be Kel? <laughs> It, it, it wasn't until like year 10 that I found out his name was Caramenti. Shout yeah. out to Caramenti. <laughs> anyway, well, I guess it's the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Now. <laughs> <Black. No. laughs>